Welcome to the Marn Report. Hey, hey, Fort Stewart and Hunter Army Airfield. Molly here with your latest edition of the Marn Report. And today, I am going to be joined by three highly educated human beings on Fort Stewart and Hunter Army Airfield that are going to tell us all about what it means now that we're in hurricane season, what we need to do before, in the middle, and after. So the very first person that I am here with today is Mr. Bo Bradley from DPTMS. Hey, Bo, thank you so much for being here with me today. What's going on, Molly? Happy to be here. <laughs> hey, so listen, it's hurricane season, right? And really, what does that mean for our area? Well, we live in Georgia, and when the senior commander and the garrison commander looks at threats to the installation, the number one threat facing Fort Stewart and Hunter Army Airfield is severe weather. So the Atlantic hurricane season is what we prepare for every year. The uh, Atlantic hurricane season runs from June 1st all the way through November 30th, and one of the things that we take a close eye, eye on is the peak of the season, which is September through October. That's when the Atlantic is very active and the potential for hurricanes that could impact Fort Stewart or Hunter is increased. Yeah, sure. So tell me, have we had any hurricanes in this area before? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, uh, four out of the last six years, Fort Stewart and Hunter has been impacted. Some people may remember Hurricane Matthew, Hurricane Irma, and then in 2019, we were impacted by Hurricane Dorian, which uh, the soldiers and families in Hunter Army Airfield had to evacuate from, but it really didn't impact Fort Stewart. So uh, severe weather, we get impacted a lot here. Yeah, no kidding. What do I need to do to prepare myself and my family for the threat of severe weather? The big thing that we recommend more than anything else is be prepared. And you can do that by following the National Weather Service, maybe watching the news, and then just understanding the plans here at Fort Stewart and Hunter, where you're gonna go if the senior commander orders an evacuation. We generally recommend that people go west and north towards Macon, and then if there's an evacuation, Interstate 16 is contraflow where they open up all the lanes to evacuate. But follow all your directions from the chain of command and just be prepared. And the Public Affairs will let us know, Third ID will let us know, and just be ready just in case. Yeah, so there's some great information online. You already mentioned, um, you know, a couple of places that we can go. I know that Fort Stewart also has a great severe weather guide that's located on the Fort Stewart Hunter Army Airfield website. But where else can people go uh, if they just want to, you know, get some checklists and start making their preparations now just in case something is to happen? That's what DPTMS is here for. We have an extensive resource library, and we have staff that can come out to units. We have resources to give to units for a display table. We have a hurricane preparedness guide that has checklists, and we can even come out and speak to our soldier and family readiness groups. Our senior command spouses, we can give briefings specifically to them, so we have staff willing, able, and capable of coming out to prepare our community. That's fantastic. That is awesome. Because I know that a lot of people, you know, military communities, not everybody is from somewhere where they experience hurricanes. So for someone who's new to this area, that can be very scary and confusing. So I think it's really awesome that you guys are available to go out, you hit the streets, and just let people know, hey, this is what you can expect. 
but as long as you've got all of your stuff together, it should be a pretty easy process for you and your family. Now, you said we've got all of the resources that you guys offer. Can you tell me a little bit about this Ready, is it Ready Army, the website? Yes, there's, there's a website that soldiers, families, and even teenagers can navigate to. It's www.ready.army.mil. And it goes through all types of severe weather incidents. It has resources that you can download. And there's even some children material that gets children to understand. Because sometimes the little kids don't understand why the mommy or daddy soldier has to stay back during hurricane season. But mommy and kids have to evacuate. So these resources are there to help you make a plan and how to effectively communicate what's going on during a severe weather incident. That's great. That's great. So also, everyone, I just want to remind you that along with Ready Army, along with our Fort Stewart Hunter Army Airfield website, you should always make sure that you're following our social media platforms. And of course, exactly like what Bo said, make sure that you are listening to your direct chain of command. They're going to have all of that up-to-date information for you all. And then, of course, make sure that you download that Digital Garrison app. That way you can sign yourself up to receive those push notifications so you can get all of that up-to-date information there as well. Well, Bo, is there anything else that you would like to add here for us today? Yeah, I just want to reassure the community that live your life, be happy, and if severe weather comes to our location, we're going to be ready. DPTMS is nurturing relationships with all of our surrounding community emergency managers. We're in communication all the time, and the senior commander and the garrison commander has one of the best teams that I've been uh, a part of. So thanks for having me, buddy. Well, thank you so much for being here, Bo. And y'all, up next, we are going to hear all about the Ad Pass program. So after this quick break, we'll be at you to talk again. It's officially hurricane season, y'all. Wondering what you need to do to keep yourself and your family prepared? Download the 2021 Severe Weather Guide from the Fort Stewart Hunter Army Airfield website. Access helpful tips, checklists, evacuation procedures, phone numbers, websites, and more. All available at your fingertips. Check it out and share it with your friends today. Welcome back, everybody. I am now here with Mr. David Curran, and he is our installation ad pass liaison. Hi, how you doing? I am awesome. Thanks for joining us today. Gladly. So, here's my biggest question. Uh-oh. What the heck is ad pass? Well, it's not a disease. <laughs> um, ad pass is the acronym for the Army Disaster Personnel Accountability and Assessment Program. Basically, a tool for sponsors, whether it be military or civilian, to account for themselves and their family members in case we're evacuated or displaced due to a disaster, whether it be man-made or natural. Or down here in Georgia, it's always natural, but who knows, anything else can happen to you. Knock on wood, it doesn't. <laughs> cool. Okay, so how do I get into this ad pass? What do I need to do? Well, in today's age, it's simple. You Google um, and you put an ad pass, which is A-D-P-A-A-S. Remember, two A's. And uh, the Fort Stewart homepage has the severe weather link. And in there, it has a link to ad pass, which has our logo. And the logo tells you exactly what you got to do. It's simply, you, if you're told to evacuate, you evacuate. Mm -hmm. Then you get safe, and then you report. And by reporting, you go into ad pass. And again, on the Fort Stewart page and the ad pass page, it shows you and tells you how to go in. And as a sponsor, whether you're military or civilian, if you are in an area affected 
by a mandatory evacuation or the trial, whatever's going on, it will tell you to immediately report. Gotcha. And so it, you come in there and you do your information where you're at, and then you tell them where your family members are at. And the second part of that is after everything has been settled down in the sense of the call settled down, that you've been reported and you're okay, then there's a portion called needs assessment. Mm -hmm. Do you need some assistance? Oh, my dog got injured. My car got broke. Oh, I'm here. I've got no food, things like that. And you can put that in. It doesn't get you immediate response. The whole idea of the needs assessment is to find out what the Army is doing and how to help you. Yes, if you are in dire need, get a hold of your commander. Get a hold of your chain of command. But the needs assessment tells ACS, Army Community Service, that you have needs, and they immediately get in contact with you. And we're still working events from over a year ago. Wow. So to me, this just really sounds like a very helpful tool. So during, you know, my family has to evacuate. The people here at Best on Fort Stewart and Hunter Army Airfield, they want to make sure that I'm safe and that my family is okay. And this is just another step in the severe weather preparedness process. In a nutshell, yes. And with uh, when we had the two hurricanes in one year, the simplest thing was everybody left. Then they got in their hotels or family places, and they started reporting. And my job is to keep the commander, both the senior mission commander and the garrison commander, advised on, on an hourly, bi-hourly, or six-month rotation, what's our status? We have X amount of people, and the numerator in that fraction is how many have reported us safe. Sure. And the closer we get to 100, the better everybody feels. Yeah, no kidding. So when I go to report, can I do this on my phone? No, yeah. It's, now, it's not a smartphone app, but it is a web page that you can access mobile. Just Google AdPass, and it takes you an HTTPS colon double slash adpass.army.mil. Cool. And hopefully in a year, that is going to be changed over to JPass or uh, JADPass, which will be joint. And cool. it will be an app. But okay. that right now, it's just still in development. Okay, but relatively a very easy website for folks to navigate. Certainly, since uh, the website's mobile optimized, everybody can get to it on their phone, and pretty much everybody's got a phone, so there's no reason why people shouldn't be just taking the couple minutes to, to go into AdPass and log to make sure to let everybody know that you're safe, right? And that's the biggest problem we face is once we have an evacuation order and things like that, I take my laptop, I'm set up, and I'm checking hourly, uh, contacting commander's representatives for AdPass. Every directorate has one. Every unit has them. And we contact them, hey, have you, what's your status? Where are your people at? So we're doing that personnel accountability, which is the main part of my job and day to day. But for AdPass, now it's making sure everybody's evacuated and safe. And again, accessing it, it is simple. If you can get to the Fort Stewart homepage, you click the severe weather, then there's a, a red, white, and blue button there. You just click it, it takes you right to AdPass, directly to AdPass. Awesome. Well, you you can't, it can't be any easier than that, can it? <laughs> don't jinx us, don't jinx us. <laughs> All right, everybody, please make sure that in the event that we do have to evacuate or there is some sort of severe weather incident or an incident, uh, regardless of, of what it is, on Fort Stewart and Hunter Army Airfield, that you are accessing the AdPass website. You heard it here from Mr. Curran. Pretty simple process. So let's just make sure that you remember. Yep. Get on there, follow your chain of command orders, and, and get on AdPass. And as we say in AdPass, evacuate, get safe, 
can report. Fantastic. Well, Mr. Kern, thank you so much for being here with me today. We're going to take a short break, y'all, and then when we come back, we are going to talk to Mr. Bill Jeffers, who is the Garrison Comptroller, about what in the world do you do when you come home from an evacuation? Thanks for being here. Thank you. Hey, hey, everybody. Have you downloaded the Digital Garrison app yet? This awesome app is a one-stop shop for everything you need to know about Fort Stewart and Hunter Army Airfield with real-time information to keep our military community connected. In addition to online shopping through APs, users can access customized information such as gate hours, an installation directory, installation news and events, facility information, push notifications, and more. The Digital Garrison app is available for free on both iPhone and Android devices. Welcome back, y'all. Now I am joined by our friend, Mr. Bill Jeffers. He is the Garrison Comptroller. And let me tell you, when the severe weather happens, if we have to evacuate, he is the one that is going to save the day for all of us once we return. How are you, Bill? I'm great. It's me and my crew and 3rd Infantry Division G8. Uh, we all do a lot of vouchers after we get back from a, an evacuation. Awesome. So can you just tell me, elevator pitch, what does the comptroller do? The comptroller legally spends the money that the Army gives us to complete our mission. And part of the money mission is to file travel vouchers for soldiers, soldier family members, VA civilians and VA civilian family members when they get back from a mandatory evacuation. Wow. Yeah. So give me a little bit more information about this mandatory evacuation. So if I have to go yeah. and I travel within the allowed you know, parameters mm -hmm. of where I can take my family to evacuate, what exactly can I spend money on that I can be reimbursed for? So hurricanes are a real thing we deal with every year. I mean, you never know. We've evacuated three times in the past four years. Last summer we didn't have to, which was great, and we hope we won't have to this year again, but yeah. we have to be ready. If you live in a mandatory evacuation zone, which is normally everything east of I-95, or sometimes the eastern coastal counties, then the Army will, when you get back, the Army will reimburse you for food, which is called per diem, gas, which is called mileage, and lodging if you stay in a commercial hotel. Now, if you stay with your sister or your in-laws, um, you know, out of town, that's great. I mean, because you had a safe place to stay, but the Army won't reimburse if you stay at Danvers County. Got it, got it. If I or my spouse has a government travel card, are we able to utilize that card? You're not only able to utilize the government travel card, you're encouraged to use the government travel card because unfortunately a lot of families can rack up a lot of credit card debt if they don't have a government travel card on their personal cards, which is, is really tough. Sure. So am I able to apply for a gov government travel card in the event that something like this were to happen? You could. Normally government travel cards are for VA uh, civilians or soldiers who go TDY two times a year or more. If you would like a government travel card, you will need to see your unit S1 or your admin person, if you're a civilian, the admin person uh, for the office. 
or call my office at 767-2133 with your garrison civilian and uh, we'll take care of you. Cool. Now, big question. Does any of this include my pets? I don't want to leave my pets behind when I go, you know, if I have to evacuate. Right. So does does any of that include pets? You, you shouldn't leave your pets behind. You, you should take them with you. Um, pets are an important part of the family, but DOD, the Army, does not reimburse for pet expenses. So if you find a great hotel that's pet friendly, but they charge you an extra $50 a night um, because you have a, a dog or two, in your room with you, then your travel is still reimbursed, but the pet expenses are not paid. Got it, got it. Is there a lot of paperwork involved when I get back from evacuating? What do I need to keep? Do I need to keep receipts? What do you suggest? You don't need to keep food or gas receipts because per diem and mileage cover that um, based on where you evacuate to is, is what you're gonna get paid for. But lodging is different. Um, if you stay in a commercial hotel, Bring that receipt with you when you want to file your travel voucher. Uh, DFAS, which is the Defense Finance and Accounting Service, is the one who pays the reimbursement. And they will reimburse the person whose name is at the top of the lodging receipt. So if the soldier paid for the hotel with their credit card, their name is going to be on top of the receipt. They need to file it with their voucher. If the spouse paid for the lodging, with their credit card, then their name is gonna be on the top of the receipt and they need to file it with their voucher. If your parents, your father-in-law, or someone else paid for the hotel room, then DFAS will not reimburse you for the expense of someone else paying for it. Right, understood. You, you talk about forms to fill out when you get back. Yeah. There's really only three one-page forms you have to fill out when you get back. There's your 1610, which is your authorization to travel. There's your 1351-2, which is your travel voucher. And then there's a DFAS form that you'll have to put your um, banking account information on. You need that because DFAS only does direct deposit when they reimburse you for um, evacuation expenses. There's no paper cut check. Right, so where do I do all of this? When, you know, mm -hmm. after the fact, is do you guys have an office that everyone visits? Do you set up mm -hmm. um, auxiliary stations? Yes, we set up travel voucher centers. Um, in the past, the travel voucher center at Fort Stewart has been in the main post chapel, and it's been in building 1286 at Kona Army Airfield, and those work well. You'll have all the forms, blank forms you need to fill out when you get back, and you'll have a lot of examples of forms we've correctly filled out in the past. So. We'll do everything um, we can to help you. And then once I get your travel voucher, I'll log it in. And then I'll email it to DFAS Rome here in New York at two pages long receipts. And uh, they will deposit your reimbursement into your checking account that we put on that DFAS form. Great. Well, it sounds to me like as long as you're following the steps that are provided, that it's a pretty seamless, easy process. And certainly, I speak for myself, but I think probably others when I say that this is super appreciative or appreciative of your team, um, you know, for just helping us get everything squared away after a somewhat could be a, a stressful situation of having to evacuate your whole family. Well, we, we've had a lot of experience. We've done this three times again. After Hurricane Katrina hit Louisiana, the 
DOD changed the way they do reimbursements and made it a lot more uh, user-friendly, uh, which is the system we're li living with today. And so um, we think it works really well. We did like 1,291 vouchers at the Hail Kitty Irma, and Third ID, they did many thousands. So um, again, we're, we're very experienced in, in doing those type of runs also. That's fantastic. Well, Mr. Zephyrs, thank you so much for joining us today on the Marn Report. And everyone, you have heard it here first. We've got all kinds of great information about severe weather tips, about having to file through or, or to log your information through ADCAP. And then, of course, the, the very final thing that you do after you come back from an evacuation is filing with Mr. Jeffers in his office uh, with the comptroller. Please know that if you have any questions whatsoever about severe weather, you can always visit the Fort Stewart Hunter Army Airfield website. We do have a fantastic severe weather guide on there as well. So if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out and make sure that you are checking out the web and following social media closely uh, when you do see that a severe weather event is about to happen. Thanks, Molly. If there's any questions I can answer, please call me at 767-2133 and I'll be glad to help. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for listening to us today, guys, and we will talk at you again soon.